Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition, we'll talk with two women who want to make sure that you can provide accurate information about your health status in all situations. Marie Woodard is an RN and administrator of the home care company Thrive at Home, and Melanie Roshan Bush is a nursing home administrator in physical therapy with Fairfax Rehabilitation, Inc. And I'm told that Dr. Bush just earned her DHS last week. Is that right? That is right. Okay. I don't know if I know what a DHS is. Can you tell me what that is first? <laughs> Health sciences. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, bl- glad to have you both of us here. And uh, Marie, Melanie are also both members of the Medical and Social Services Committee of the county's Long-Term Care Coordinating Council. So I guess before we get into the meat of the the, the discussion about accurate information about health status, that kind of thing, uh, maybe one of you or both of you could jump in. Tell me about the Long-Term Care Coordinating Council, what that is. The Long-Term Care Coordinating Council is chartered by the Board of Supervisors, and the the focus is to address the needs of Fairfax County's older residents and also those with disabilities. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, how does it do that? I mean, what, what is there? We, we look at issues that affect these constituencies mm-hmm. more than the general population, mm-hmm. uh, recommend policy, oh, okay. uh, research, and uh, look at ways to think outside the box, hmm. um, recommend solutions and uh, to the Board of Supervisors, right. um, and we try to be as successful sure, as possible sure. in doing that. Uh, we also um, have some uh, areas where we go to the state hmm. and listen to what's going on at the state level. Right. For example, we looked at uh, the changes with the Affordable Care Act and how that would affect um, Fairfax oh, County's right, residents. Okay. And so we learn, we advocate, and um, we uh, look at ways that we can make an, a, ch- a change for the better. Right. Marie, any ad- additions or anything else about the, the council? No, we look specifically, our committee, uh, the Medical and, Sur- and Social Services Committee, we look at access to health care for older adults hmm. and for disabled adults. Okay, which is kind of one of the things we're going to be talking about today, I guess, is uh, the promoting the use of personal health care records. Um, what, what exactly is that? The personal health care records is having all of your medical information in one spot. Okay. So you would, we can download it from the Fairfax County website, but it includes your personal information, your emergency contact information, your allergies, your current list of medications, any diagnoses that you have, chronic diseases, any surgeries that you've had, when was your last tetanus shot, Hmm. did you have the pneumonia shot, questions like that that you would have to answer to a physician, whether it be your regular physician, a specialist, an emergency room visit, have all your medical information in one place to Mm -hmm. really impact how the care that you are provided. Right. I mean, that that seems to be a, a something's big in the news or a national mm-hmm. trend, a lot of technology. It seems to be something mm-hmm. more on people's minds, coming more to the forefront. I, I think I understand the importance of it, but is there some concerns of it? 
uh, in other words, having all that information in one place that maybe anybody could get to that couldn't or, should, or shouldn't? <laughs> well, what we've developed is a paper version. Okay. So uh, we did that for a number of reasons, uh, one of which is that not everyone has access to the computer, although there are free apps and programs available online mm, okay. uh, that you can use. Uh, certain in health insurance programs have them, such as Kaiser. Um, Innova has a version mm -hmm, for, mm -hmm. for uh, okay. people to use. But not everyone has access to that, or mm -hmm. not everyone is computer savvy. Yeah, yeah, so we wanted to have something that people could use to organize uh, their life, okay. their medical life, um, but also to give them hints about how to access medical care more effectively. So there's a part of the personal health record that addresses what to do when you go to the doctor, how to get the, hmm. the, the uh, best use of that visit, um, to give you a little bit more organization so you don't go in and start doing uh, uh right, right. and then leave and say, right. oh, I meant to, I meant to ask this. Right. Okay, so it's it's more than just here's all my records in one place. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a plan of action or mm -hmm. tips and kind of things like that. And maybe this is part of my ignorance on the subject and not knowing, but this is not, in, if I'm understanding it correctly, this is a, a paper form that people can download to keep. It's yes. not something that's being housed on a website somewhere. No, it's a paper form that you would complete yourself. Gotcha. and. You would update it at each doctor's visit and then keep it readily handy. So mm -hmm. it, every time you went to the doctor, you would take it with you. So mm -hmm. you would remember, oh, I had this medication change mm -hmm. or we discontinued this medicine because I had hives. So it kind of is a reminder for you as well as a tool for you and the doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this would be a valuable tool for more than just our 50-plus residents? I mean, it seems like it would be applicable to anyone? Definitely. We, uh, uh, one of the things that we looked at when we were developing this, uh, this record mm -hmm. was that there were going to be a percentage of the population accessing insurance for the first time because mm. of the Affordable Care Act. Oh, okay. And so they didn't know the importance of organizing medicines. Maybe they had never even been on medicines. Right, right. And so it's an educational tool as well okay. for, for that Interesting. group. Interesting. Now, I, mean, I, I got to admit, it sounds great. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, I've got all this stuff in front of me, but that's going to require some work on my part too, though. It, and I mean, it, it, keeping it up, et cetera. I mean. Yes, it will. It requires you to be focused after each doctor visit, you're going to cross out that medication, put the new medication in, add a new diagnosis, but you will have it in one place. So the next doctor you go to, you'll say, well, when I saw my mm -hmm. cardiologist, this is what happened. Okay. When I saw my internist, this is what happened. Otherwise, it's very fragmented. Your whole health care is fragmented because the yeah. cardiologist doesn't talk to the internist, exactly. it doesn't talk to the orthopedist. Yeah. So it does take work, but it also puts you more in charge of the outcomes of your health care mm -hmm. and makes us as individuals more organized for the doctor visits. Right. I want to talk about two areas as uh, kind of thinking about as we're filling out these forms, our records. I'm thinking about maybe making a mistake and then I'm thinking maybe I, I uh, have a medicine or I do a doctor visit and I, I forget. So mm -hmm. then my record is not up to date. So let's kind of take each of those 
um, separately if we could. So maybe inaccurate record. I forget mm -hmm. to, to put a medicine on there or a doctor visit or, or something like that. Um, what if I give that inaccurate uh, report to my cardiologist or our specialist or something? Mm -hmm. I mean, is it there... It would greatly impact your yeah, care yeah. because, for instance, if you're diabetic, the fact that you have that chronic disease changes the way the doctor treats you, changes your referrals, changes your diagnostic testing, changes the medications that you ordered. Mm -hmm. It completely changes everything. And that's, it's very, very easy to forget. You have 10 or 15 minutes with a doctor. Yeah. It's very easy to forget when you're listing out your past history or what happened since the last visit. So another thing about the record, the personal health record, is that what are the questions you want to ask the doctor? What are you looking at at this visit? What are my goals to get out of this visit? Prioritize your questions. So there's a space in the record where you can do that or put a sticky note there. Mm. This is what I really need to talk to him right. about to get right. the most out of that 10 minutes you're going to have with gotcha. that doctor. Gotcha. Because missing or forgetting a medication that you're taking could really cause to an adverse reaction, sure. an unnecessary hospital visit. Yeah. And the, the other part of that is that even though you make a mistake, if yeah. you're filling out the personal health record, I mean, you do it in pen or ink or right, right. pencil, uh, you make changes as you need. You can download a new one. It's oh, okay. readily yeah. available gotcha. on, on our county website that we'll uh, give you the information about later. Um, so it's not, it's, it's a forgiving document, <laughs> right. I right. guess. Right. And um, it's, it's not perfect, but neither is just going with freelance and just kind nothing. of trying to remember yeah, everything. Yeah, well, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been for a long time. <laughs> All right. So we have this record, and we're going to do our darndest to keep it up to date and accurate for our own uh, best interest. Um, who do we give it to? I mean, obviously, if we're going to go to our primary care physician, it seems obvious there. But are there other folks that should have a copy of our, our health record? You should. Any family member who's hmm. the main person that would help you should have it. Um, you should have it close to your door. Should an emergency personnel hmm. come in? Maybe put it in a notebook or a clipboard or something so that right near your door, you can hand it to right, a paramedic right. when they come oh. in. You're going to pick it up as you go out to see your specialist doctor. Maybe even you're seeing your physical therapist. Hmm. It's important. The health record's important for every health care encounter that you have. Right. So too, too many copies is... Well, actually, copy. you don't really have to. Most places are not going to want to take the whole copy okay. from you. Okay. What you're using it for is if you go to any health care provider, you have to fill out paperwork. Right. And it's not that you're handing over your whole record. Gotcha. You're using pertinent information from, from that. that record mm -hmm. to help you complete the paperwork in that particular office. Gotcha. But because you're using the same source mm -hmm. document, there's a higher likelihood that all of these people are going to get the same information. Same story. I'll tell, I'll tell the same story because I've got it written one place. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting, uh, Marie, you mentioned uh, keeping a copy at the front door in case mm -hmm. emergency medical personnel need to come in. Um, you know, I'm thinking if, if we're traveling about, do we need to keep it with us at all times, maybe in the car? Or I mean, it's, It sounds like we just need mm -hmm. one copy. So does that need to, to go with us? Well, um, we are just starting a campaign where we're going to look at coordinating our efforts with the Fairfax County's File of Life, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a smaller 
mm-hmm. version and not as comprehensive and talks more about the information that emergency personnel right. would, would right. be needing, like your current medicines, mm-hmm. who your emergency contact is, who is your physician. Um, so those two things we, we think will work well together. Sure. The, the file of life is a little bit more portable for things like you're saying with travel and, and mm. things of that mm-hmm. nature. But one of the things you could include in the file of life is that you have the personal health record and okay. where it can and be found. where it is, yeah. Okay. So that, you know, a person. In per- case you can't give it to them or something. Huh? Right. So then someone who is his, uh, uh, significant in your care could locate it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they wouldn't have it immediately, but... Right. Could have access to it, nowhere to find it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've already established that we need to keep this thing updated, and we probably should update it whenever we see a, a doctor, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Are, are are there other instances? I mean, if I'm, if I'm going to the doctor, say, once a year for a routine checkup, mm-hmm. do I still need to maybe update that thing every six months versus a patient that's going to the doctor every month or every other month? I mean, what any guidance there about how often we should update? I, I think that any time that you have any change in or any health care event, say you got a tetanus shot, you know, in between that six months, you need to put that down there mm. so that, you know, the doctor then could input that in your medical record or you sprained your ankle. Anything huh. that happens to you right. that's health-related should go there. And, and uh, one of the things that people are doing more of is taking over-the-counter medicines and supplements and things of that yeah, nature okay. that can interact with prescription medications. I thought about that. And mm-hmm. so it's important to include those items. Mm. If you try mm-hmm. something um, because you... Your, your best friend right, said, oh, right. you really need right, to do this, right. um, you might have an adverse reaction. Mm-hmm. There might be something that would be important about that reaction that would affect hmm. anything that was prescribed to you in the future. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's kind of a diary, hmm. um, and it should be a living document, something yeah. that you look at occasionally right. and say, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, I'm sure that, that some of us who have been doing um, – uh, what's the website where you go on uh, WebMD? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, Self-diagnose right. yeah, with I think everything. You, <laughs> of course, like anything, you know, you can get carried away, but it it can be used as uh, just a tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, you know, folks should already have, uh, you know, once or twice a year be looking at, you know, insurance policies mm-hmm. or other different kind of things like that. So, it, it, at a minimum, incorporate this into those kind of yearly or every six-month kind of checkup kind of things of forms and documents that you're looking at. Uh, let's talk technology because early on I, I, I mentioned something about, you know, having access to your medical records online. Um, put you on the spot, let you be prognosticators. Do you, do you all think there will ever be a time where this kind of information would actually be kept online in a super secure server somewhere in the you know? Well, there's already quite a bit of information out there. So um, the servers are as secure as the hackers will continue to make them. So um, I I think that there's a lot more information that people are now currently aware of. Just the information that your insurance, if you have a a, um, health insurance, just the amount of information that they have uploaded, Mm -hmm. people aren't aware. So... 
over time, hopefully it'll be more transparent so that everyone will know mm-hmm. what's already in the system about right. them. Right. Um, certainly now, if you go to an ANOVA hospital, mm-hmm. that information is shared through the system. Okay. Uh, but now that they also own practices, um, that information is, is shared with your medical practice Mm -hmm. and they now own specialists so that information so the idea was to have a coordinated Mm -hmm. system so that you would you would could avoid um unnecessary tests yeah yeah. because sometimes they'll say oh well you need to have this now they can look up oh you had that Mm -hmm. because people aren't always aware even of the names of the tests they've had yeah and so until they understand what's really going on, they might say, oh, I already had that. Well, you might already be under prep by the time you know that. Right, right. Well, in the catchphrase, uh, there's an app for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there an app for this? There are apps for this. There are apps. There are um, free websites. Um, We are looking at updating uh, the personal health record, the last page to just include resources, not to recommend any particular, gotcha, right. um, but to basically say this is what you would search for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and basically, <clears throat> you can search for free online personal health records. Mm-hmm. You can add the word secure, Yeah. Um, but there are quite a few that are there and are from reputable okay. um, sources. Interesting. Okay. Um, just another couple of minutes left, uh, unfortunately, but I do want to get into um, the month of September because I understand that the uh, the council, the uh, committee, uh, sponsoring some tutorials on creating and using the, the personal health care records for September. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Marie? On September the 10th at the George Mason Regional Library in Annandale, there'll be a presentation open to the public, no registration required, at 1 o'clock. And then at the Sherwood Library in the Mount Vernon area, there'll be a presentation on September 17th at 1 o'clock. The presentation should last about an hour to an hour and a half. And during that time, we'll actually give them a personal health record, but help them fill it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how would folks go about, uh, do they have to register or can they just show up? They can just show up. Okay. All right. And we talked earlier uh, about maybe a website, telephone number, if folks need to get more information about... Um, you know, these workshops or the the personal health care records, anything like that? So to download a personal health record, you you go to the Fairfax County website, Mm -hmm. specifically at www.fairfaxcounty.gov, G-O-V, slash H-D, slash L, T as in Tom, C, C, C. And then you link on the personal health care record. Okay. You can also request that one be sent to you by calling 703-324-2051. And the TTY for that is 711. Okay. So if I heard it correctly, fairfaxcounty.gov slash HD slash LTCCC. Is that right? Three yes. C's? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or call 703-324-2051. I didn't catch the TTY number, but uh, always use 711 if we need to. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, we're talking with uh, Marie 
and Melanie about the uh, Long-Term Care Coordinating Council and personal health care records. And before we wrap it up, I want to give the open mic to you guys. Anything we haven't asked about, uh, haven't asked you about, anything uh, you want to share, that type of thing. So Marie, we'll, we'll start with you. I just wanted to say that if you have a group that you meet with or a church organization that would like to have this presentation, mm-hmm. peel feel free to call and we can schedule or if you have any questions about how you can get the personal health record out to the members, your neighborhood, anything like that, please feel free to call. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And then also when you go to the website, you'll see that there is a version of the healthcare record that is customizable for your organization. Oh, okay. So when you download it, you can put your own Uh, organizational information on it uh, and customize it to your needs, Um, you know, translate it, whatever you think would make it more usable for your um, group. And uh, that is, um, you know, something that uh, is a county service. Right. And that's the whole purpose. We want folks to use the form. Yeah. Right. Okay. Awesome information today, ladies. Thanks so much. Marie Woodard, RN, Administrator of Thrive at Home, and Melanie Roshan Bush, Nursing Home Administrator and Physical Therapist with Fairfax Rehabilitation, our guest on Fairfax 50 Plus today. want to thank you, ladies, for being with us, and obviously thank you for listening in today, and uh, hopefully you'll take action on the information provided here and uh, fill out your personal uh, health care record. To download a personal health care record form, just go to www.fairfaxcounty.gov hd ltccc and then link on personal health care record. Or you can uh, call and have one uh, sent to you. Dial 703-324-2051. TTY number is 711. Or you can email Patricia Rohr at patricia.rohrer at fairfaxcounty.gov. To find a full range of the county's older adult services, recreation, and community engagement opportunities, we invite you to go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults or call 703-324-7948 Monday through Fridays. Thanks for listening to Fairfax 50 Plus, produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.